Blog Talk Radio. After the death of Solomon, God divided the kingdom of Israel into two houses. There were ten tribes in the northern kingdom known as the Lost Tribes of Israel. They were cast out into the world because of their great sin against God. However, God promised in the last days He would gather these lost tribes back to Israel before the return of our Lord. Unknowingly, some of the churches made up of these lost tribes known as the house of Ephraim. God is now calling them to prepare to come back home to the land He gave our fathers. The call to prepare has been sounded. and Shalom. This is your host, Mark Reimbold, back again. And uh, this is the House of Ephraim Show. Do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Deckard. But first, a word from our announcers. And now, from Cradle of Hope are some important announcements for you. This month, from Cradle of Hope is a must-have gift offer, the transition of the church. God has transitioned the church since the days of the book of Acts. Don't miss out on this last and greatest move of God. Jesus Christ is returning for a church full of power and glory. This transition will bring the church forward. Send a gift of $25 or more. Call today and get free shipping if you ask for the Transition of Church gift offer. Call 618-262-2810 or go online at jewishprofit.com. Send a gift of $25 or more and ask for the Transition of the Church gift offer. Hey, welcome back in the show. It's Mark Reinbolt. Got a couple announcements to make before we get going here with our great, great show we have in, in store for you. I just want to remind everyone that we do have a website, www.jewishprofit.com. That's www.jewishprofit.com. And for all you uh, new people out there, maybe the first time that you've been on, please check that website out. You're going to find out who we are, and you're going to get a hold of a lot of material that you've never seen before. And you want to check that material out because you're going to start to learn the Word of God. And I'm telling you what, what a great opportunity that is. We also have a quarterly coming up here, and you can get more information about that by clicking on the itinerary button on the front page there in the upper left-hand corner and find out what the quarterly and where it's going to be. It's going to be over in Fairfield, Illinois, out what we call lovingly the Corn Patch. And you can be a part of that and begin to learn the material straight from the throne room of God and I'm telling you what, that is a great opportunity, folks. So grab a hold of this and begin to prepare and to plan and get yourself down here and find out for yourself what's going on, and you can become part of this last day move of God, the House of Ephraim. And again, you can get all that information out at the website, www.jewishprophet.com. We also have fellowships available online. So, you know, if you're out there and you don't have a local fellowship or, or you want to begin to learn about the material and begin to plug in with the material. Not only do we have this blog every day, but we also have fellowships available online. That's via Ustream.tv, and we have one on Friday night. I teach one myself Friday night. You can become part of that. There's also a Wednesday midweek service, and we teach only the prophet's material so that you're assured of learning the right material at the right time. What an opportunity, again, that all is. So, again, if you don't already have a fellowship in your area or you just are interested in learning more about what's going on, please consider joining up with that 
and you can get more information just by emailing us at cradle at jewishprofit.com. That's cradle at jewishprofit.com. And just say, hey, I'd like to sign up for that Shabbat service that Mark was talking about, and certainly love to get you hooked up. If you want to do it just by the telephone, we can do that also. And you can give the office a call, 618-262-2810, and find out more about that also. Like I said earlier, we do have with us from Mount Carmel, Illinois, Prophet Tom Duggard. Now let me say that again. We go to 2 Timothy 2. Follow along with me now, brothers and sisters, 2 Timothy 2. But listen, we still are where I said we are in the spirit realm, okay? Now this, that, that was true. We're just about at the point of trying to walk, not sure we want to let go, and trust the abilities that would be God-given to us to be able to walk um, in the spirit. All right, 2 Timothy 2.19. 2 Timothy 2.19. I love it. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his. He knows that. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Whoa. You know, Paul was pretty tough on this thing, wasn't it? If you really read this in, in the right, probably in a, in a right way or the right lineup with this stuff and just line it all up but within a concordance, you might find out find a place and believe that Paul kind of got a little stuck on this sin thing. But he said, let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Is that all iniquity? Yes. Now again, the key is to understand this. So I've been teaching this weekend. What we've got to do, we have got to start first with the sin. That's, who wants to stand up and start telling us what their worst sin is? Oh, no. Okay, we'll save that, okay? That's just a secret between you and God and the prophet, okay? Just kidding, like The spirit goes, the spirit goes, <laughs> Making no friends in this deal, I'll tell you for sure, okay? <laughs> but, but, but so understand that. And maybe I, you know, maybe I didn't get that across clear enough or plain enough. Paul said, I sin daily. But guys, the, the, the key is let that be something kind of new that sneaks up. Don't let that be the sin that keeps overthrowing you with God, or overwhelming you, I guess I should say, with God, okay? All right, let's go on. Hallelujah. 20. But in a great house there are only, only uh, vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meant for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Flee also youthful lusts. <laughs> youthful lusts. So I guess he's thinking only it's the young people that lust, right? Today, probably he'd leave out the word youthful, all right? But follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Again, we talked about a pure heart, and that is talking about holiness, okay? But foolish and unlearned questions avoid, knowing that they do gender strifes. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men, apt to teach, patient. You know, I'm bringing these prophets up right. I, 
you know, I'm, you know, they got two hats. Now, they, that, it's only one, but it's, it's a spiritual thing. One hat that they wear, and they wear it right now, is, is called the pastoral hat. I require my prophets and what will be my eldership to bless God to wear pastor hats first. Now, there is, along with that hat, then, in the prophet's case, the prophet's hat. But they start out so that they can learn patience, okay, 25, meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If God preadventure will give them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth. And that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. And so, as everybody has to learn and understand, okay, a prophet that's never, uh, bless God, pastored. Well, how do you pastor if you're called the office of a prophet? Not in hard. You know, I just tell them, hey, you have to have a pastor's heart. You've got to understand what the pastors go through. So when you go to help the pastors, you'll understand because you've been there. And they do know. Now, every once in a while, I have to, I have to tell them, say, whoa, 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 I believe to me, it kind of looks like the hat got turned around and the prophet thing's on top. Now, there has been time I've told him, I said, you know what? Turn that hat around and wear the prophet end of it and go do what I'm telling you to do with it. So they do that. But what I'm saying is, folks, there has to be patience. Every, every, I, I realize as, as a major prophet of God, it looks to be that I'm a hard man. But as Donna would tell you, I'm a pussycat. And, 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 and really, the sad thing is that most of you will never know me as the pussycat. You will know me as the prophet, okay? But you've got to have this in order for us to get there together, and I know that. A pastor couldn't take you there, and let me tell you for two reasons why. Number one, he doesn't have revelation knowledge, number one. Number two, he probably will never have out-and-out right visitations like I have. And when the time comes, you're going to need somebody with out-and-out visitations. I will guarantee you. Mm -hmm. You'll learn to love me. Just hang in there. What? Amen. Amen. That was close, wasn't it? Huh? <laughs> uh, far up the bus. Huh? <laughs> now I'm going home. No. Turn with, I, turn with me to Isaiah, the book of Isaiah 32, 15. I know we're kind of jumping around now, but hang on. 32.15. I love the Lord. Mm, hallelujah. All right, here we are, Isaiah 32.15. Until the Spirit be poured out or poured upon us from on high... And the wilderness be a fruitful field, and the fruitful field be counted for a forest. Then judgment shall dwell in the wilderness, and righteousness remained in the fruit field, fruitful field. And the work of the righteous shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. And my people shall dwell in a peaceable habitation, and in assured, assured dwellings, and in a quiet resting place. That's going to be us when we go back to Jerusalem, okay? Parallelization with Scripture that happens. That the judgment shall dwell in the wilderness and righteousness shall remain in the fruitful field. And the work of righteousness shall be peace. 
There's going to be a peace. And, and, and you know, I, the thing I really love about all this is there is already such a peace that has enveloped this whole thing in the camp of Ephraim. There is a peace that's there. A peace that, you know what, we can lean on each other. And we can and we do. A peace of the, you know, the thing of being able to bless God, know that there's somebody for you when, when you're down and you're out and you're low. There's somebody there that will stand up and say, hey, let me, let me prop you up here. Let me prop you up. And that's so important. You know, one of the things that, that, that we're finding that, that bless God such a blessing is this whole thing with the, with the prophets being on, on, on YouTube and Ustream. Is that what the other one's called? Huh? Huh? Well, I'd be on there, but I see being the prettiest of all of them, uh, it just ruined the whole thing for them. Right? There you go. Come on. Be careful. Be, be, be careful. All right? Do you, need the, do you need the side that's the best? or I can't remember which one is. But, but we're giving people such an opportunity around the world now that can't have a fellowship close to them. As I keep saying, give us some time here. We're, you know, when some of you knuckleheads get this thing put together, we'll get we'll get this expanded and moving on. I'm sure. But the thing the thing of it is is the fact that now people can realize they can be on. They can have Shabbat. Okay. We we got we got prophets that are doing the Shabbat every day of every week. We've got somebody on somehow where you can listen to it. So the people that are around the world are being able to what? They're 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 being able to tune in. This thing is beginning to expand. It's beginning to move. It's beginning to do the things that God wants it to do. And you and I are part of that. But it's all due to what? It's all due to the fact that now, you know how many, it hasn't been all that many years, that if you wanted to get in on something, you just had to whew, drive a lot of miles and get in line. And you said, well, that's what I did this weekend. You sure did, and you're going to do it again, right? But I'm talking about week in and week out. Now, Isaiah 54, 11. Isaiah 54:11. Now we're getting into some real, and again, these aren't new things, but we're getting into some scripture here that has been so very meaningful to me as I have grown through the years. Scriptures that I still go back to. All right, Isaiah 54:11 says, "O thou afflicted, tossed with tempest, and not comforted." Behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors, and lay thy foundations with sapphires. And I will make thy windows of agates, and thy gates of carbuncles, and all thy borders of pleasant stones. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord. Last day scenario, okay? This is the thing that's on the earth today that we're going to be taught. Our children are going to be taught of the Lord. And, and great shall be the peace of thy children. There's that thing of peace again. In righteousness shall thou be established. Okay, so again, how is it going to be in the last days that, bless God, that our children is going to be taught of the Lord? Okay? Uh, and they're going to have great peace. In righteousness shall thou be established. Now understand again, be established it's on the way of being. It's not yet done. All right? Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. It's not coming. And I want you to use that 14th verse in a lot of this stuff that's going on right here in the United States of America today. Okay? I want you to use that. 
Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Sounds like we're going to be taken care of if we're, if we're again uh, established in righteousness. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. And here's the one I love. Because of all this, because of the fact that we're established in righteousness, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. So it is so important, again, to be coming into that place of holiness, of righteousness, one and the same, that bless God that you understand that no weapon is formed against us will prosper. Every tongue that will rise up against us will condemn. The key of understanding is looking at what's going on in the world today. Folks, we're about to make all the money that can be made, and it's about to turn out that the money ain't going to be no good, okay? But glory be to the fact that God told the prophet to tell you to take your money, put what you can in silver and gold, to be able to have something that we can use to barter with when this money system, not only in the United States, but this world goes down. They're not going to take your dollar bills. The vision that I had all those many, many, many years ago, I was sitting watching television, drinking my morning coffee, as I usually always do. The guy come on the broadcast with the news and said, you might as well take your money outside and light it. Actually, use it to light the trash is the way it happened. In other words, light that $20 bill and light the trash because your money's no good. Well, why didn't they tell us? Why didn't they tell, why didn't they tell us so we could, run, we could run to the bank and got whatever money we had? Did they tell us before when the banks? No. No, they didn't. And, folks, that's exactly what they're going to do to us again. Do you think they're going to say, oh, come on, and we're going to close tomorrow and I'll run in here and get your money today? Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. They're going to take what money's in there, and in some cases they're going to go at some, at, to some people's homes and decide to take whatever money they got there. It's going to get ugly. That's English, ugly, okay? It's going to get ugly. But the fact of it is, if God's Word is truth, say God's Word, God's word is, truth. is truth, then no weapon, the weapon of the money system going down is not going to bother us one iota. And it's not. The, the, the whole thing, you know, this prophet is told for years and years and years, you better put up food. You better get food put up. You're going to need it. Okay? So you see, if in fact you've had the opportunity to be around a real, a real prophet, you're going to be prepared because, as I've always told you, what a real prophet is about is preparing you, telling you what's coming to this earth, and pre preparing you how to get through it. And that I've done, and you will get through it. But the key, again, is to understand that, that bless God, folks, you can't have both. You, you cannot get that 17th verse to be yours without righteousness, holiness. You can't do that. Again, it does not go together, you know. It's, it, it just doesn't. You, gotta pertain, you have to be established. 
You have to be established in righteousness. Let's go to Isaiah 58, 8. Hmm, I love it. 58, 8. Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thy hell shall spring forth speedily. And thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. What's going to go before us? A righteousness. If there isn't any righteousness, there isn't anything that's going to go before us. Does that make sense to you? It does me. In other words, if no righteousness, there's nothing to go before us. Ninth verse. Then shall thy call, then shall thou call, and the Lord shall answer. What? When your righteousness goes before you. And answer, thou shall cry, and he shall say, here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and speaking vanity. Whoa. Number one, what's the yoke? Sin. What's the putting forth of the finger? Judging. Okay? And speaking vanity. Well, that should be clear enough in itself. He said, he said if thou take away from the midst of thee, and if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness be as the noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually. Uh, and you might want to put a note there. Uh, he will guide us continually if what? Again, if we have established ourselves in righteousness. And satisfy thy soul in drought, and make fat thy bones, and thou shalt be like a water garden, and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. Wow. So when you look at this, God has made preparation. But again, folks, the preparation is made for the righteous. And I hope at this point you understand that doesn't mean the righteousness that you received when you got saved. Okay? And let's go back just a second and talk about that. That righteousness was what? Was the beginning so you can be established in it. In other words, now you, now you have the right to be holy and righteous through what? Christ. Boy, I hope I'm getting through, through to all of you because this is really important. But it doesn't mean that you have it yet because what? We have to establish that. We have to establish that. If you understand that, say amen. Amen. Ah, it wasn't too bad. Okay, we'll leave that there. I could have I taken another straw poll and found... No, no, we'll not do that. Go turn to the book of Revelation. Book of Revelation, second chapter. Well, I'll tell you one thing I love. I love the idea that this God is in control. This world is about to be turned upside down. The only ones that are going to stop. Now, folks, I'm not going to tell you that every person on the face of this earth that's of a church is dying. Because I don't believe that. I don't know for sure. Most and many of them will. But what I am going to tell you, if I can get you to get your thumbs out of your proverbial ears, <laughs> I'm going to bring you to the place where we will be the only people on the face of this earth that won't have to go through all the hell that's about to happen. Now, I hope that grabs your hearts. I hope that stirs your hearts. I hope that drives you when you go home uh, after this weekend to sit down and make that list and say, you know what, this sin right here is going to go. If it takes me a week, a month, a year, it's going. Then every time that sin comes up, you repent 
And like I said, you pray and say, Lord God, let me, by the Holy Ghost, understand every time I have an opportunity to sin this sin, you remind me that it's the sin that so easily besets me. You'll begin to hear God work with you. Why would God want to miss an opportunity like that? He doesn't. And he won't. Now, it's going to take some time for that to work. And then can I tell you why? Because some of your ears are just a little bit plugged with mud. Spiritual mud, okay? But it'll work out, and it will. But you're going, to, you're, you're, you're going to have to give it time. But begin to do it. Begin to exercise this because it's going to be powerful. And, and I'm going to tell you what. There's no one in this room right here that cannot experience this. But, again, you're going to have to apply it. You, can't, you, you just can't, you know... Just one time or two times, and well, it didn't work, and, and then like some of us, just forget to do it again for the next six months. No, that's not going to work. Revelation 2. Oh, I love this. Seventh verse. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Now, there's something now. We're going to have to deal with. I know we've been in the Old Testament, we've been in the New Testament, and we still—I guess we still are. We're in the Book of Revelation. To him that overcometh. Now wait a minute. He is writing to the churches. Okay. This is John the Revelator that's receiving from God. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says. He that overcometh. To him that overcometh. To him that overcometh. Now listen. To him that has established himself in righteousness. That's what that is, all right? Will I give to eat of the tree of life? Wow. Which is in the midst of, of, of the paradise of God. So it doesn't kind of sound to me like that just because you're in the church, you're going to eat of the tree of life that's in the midst of the uh, paradise of God, in the midst of the paradise of God. Hmm? Doesn't sound like it. And I don't think you can even stretch that to sound like it. So we're going to have to overcome after we have been saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, sitting in church. Eighth verse. And unto the angel of the church of Samaria, 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 I'm get in a minute, write, These things saith the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. I know thy works and tribulations and poverty. We know all that. You know, I know the, the hell that you're going through. But thou art rich. I know thy, the, the blaspheme of them which say that Jews and are not, that they're Jews and not, but are the synagogue of Satan. Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have, have tribulation ten days. But thou faithful... Be, be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Okay? But, but it says you've got to be faithful, doesn't it? He that hath an ear, 11th verse, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Whoa. Overcometh. Okay, so the key is to understand. Even though we're in the church saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, we still have to overcome. Does anybody not understand that, please? We have to still overcome. And yet the church told, what the church, well, you've already overcome. 
Well, now, brothers and sisters, if we've already overcome, why are we being told in the book of Revelation it's for those that have overcome? You know, all they do, for those that bless God that have salvation, filled with the Holy Ghost, you got a free ticket in heaven. No, no. Revelation 2.17. Revelation 2.17. Hallelujah. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Here it comes again. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna, and will give him a white stone, and the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. He that overcometh. Revelation 2:26. And and he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. That's us. And he shall rule them with a rod of arm, as the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I received of my father. And I will give him the morning star. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Revelation 3, 4. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments. A few names. Notice he said a few names. And they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. Okay, here we go. Get ready. Hang on. Fasten the super-duper Holy Ghost seat belts to listen. Let's go back there just a second. He says, he says, he that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. Now he that overcometh, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. Now what you heard was right. Once you do what? Once you receive Yeshua as your Lord and Savior, your name is placed into the book of life. But evidently, there's a possibility of being blotted out, okay, because it says right here, if you don't overcome, okay, he said, I, he, he said if, you, if you do overcome, I mean, he'll not blot it out. He said, I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. Again, he says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said in the church. The problem is the church didn't have a spiritual ear to hear. The church only got involved in segments and pieces of ministry and didn't do uh, the justice unto the whole of the Word. Now, and now folks, the, the dangers of these kind of messages, and I, I've done this so many years that it's just automatic. People from the outside that is given that this probably wouldn't be a good thing to hand a mom, dad, the next door neighbor, and your friends down the street. Because what they're going to do is say, oh, yeah, that's the fear tactic. Yeah, that's the thing making you shiver that you're never going to be saved. No, you're already saved. Okay, you're already saved. Your name is in the book of life. What I'm trying to get you to understand is there is a possibility with which the church didn't tell you that if you don't overcome, you could get your name blotted out of that book of life. Now, for the first time, most of you in this room are hearing something you've never heard before. You're hearing something, and, and really inside of yourself, you're going, well, I don't know about that. That's the reason you've got to study. 
study to show yourselves what? Approved. Just that simple. And I happen to like that part anyhow, okay? Okay, let's go to Revelation 3.11. Behold, I come quickly... Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take it, take thy crown. Okay? What, hold, what are you going to hold fast? Righteousness and holiness. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God. And he shall go no more out, and I will write upon him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God. And I will write upon him my new name. Here it is again. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. My Lord and my God. Hmm? Let him hear. Do you see the advantages of all this stuff that's going on, that bless God, that's going to be yours, going to be mine upon that day, that time and the hour? The 21st verse of Revelation 3. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne even as I also overcame. Well, whoa. The Lord had to overcome? You are, no, wait a minute. Now, now let's try to... Oh, no, that can't be right, saith the church. <laughs> I'll give her, get that in there. That can't be right. It just can't be right. But it is right. The fact of it is, he had to overcome too. Remember, the, it says that, bless God, that, that all the sins on this earth... Okay, he was capable of committing my Jorgen, okay? But he never sinned. He without sin. He without sin. Say me. Me. Without sin. Without sin. There you have it. There you have it. And, and, and now, oh, hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. You remember uh, when the Lord Yeshua, and I'm sure you do, took on all the sins when he was on the tree through the, through the shedding of the blood? Remember what the Father did? The Father turned from him, didn't he? Huh? Turned from his only son. Okay? Of course, he was resurrected. But you see what sin does? What it did to the Son of Almighty God and the relationship he had with his Father? Come on, folks, get into this thing. It's real. Absolutely real. Now, Revelation 21, 1. He that hath an ear. Mm -hmm. Revelation 21, 1. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And there was no more sea. Well, that would be something, wouldn't it? And I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. And he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write. 
for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, It is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of water of life freely. He that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. Somebody say amen, amen. and amen. Wow. Let me tell you something. This thing's getting wound up to be quite a show, okay? Now, I dare say that without revelation knowledge, I couldn't bring you this. It literally takes me from the time I leave here tomorrow afternoon, and I go home, I start on the next quarterly, okay? Now, I got down within two weeks from last quarterly before I completed the message that you're hearing this weekend. This thing, folks, I wish this thing just came and God would email it to me. And it would be so simple, but it's not simple. But I know, and I knew when God began to give this to me, that I had another one of those keys to the kingdom to give to you, okay? And I have freely given it to you from my heart. We're not done with it. But what I want you to understand, the opportunity that lies ahead. If you can get a hold of what I've done so far, and will continue to do, because what we're going to get in tomorrow, tomorrow morning is the last part of it. We had holiness. We had righteousness. And, oh, you're going to love the selfishness part. That's where you come in, okay? <laughs> Whew, don't, you don't want to miss that now. Somebody says, oh, I'd love to stay, but I've got to get back. Could you send me a copy? <laughs> I love it. But if we can get you to the position where you'll understand. Now, am, am I wrong by saying that <clears throat> probably most all of you in this room thought that because you were saved, you had a ticket into heaven? Hmm? Isn't that right? Hold up your hand here, because I'd like to see if I'm doing, oh, yeah, I'm doing well. At least I am on this side. This side's a little, little light. No. <laughs> but now you're beginning to understand something that, bless God, that is going to change it. Let him that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Ephraim, okay? We are going to bring you forth. We're coming together into the depths of God's holy word. We're going to bring you where you are. You have established yourself as an overcomer, okay? Through righteousness and holiness and all the things that go with it. You know, what I, what I, really, what I really thought that God would do was to formulate in this last day Something that would take place on this earth that would absolutely blow everything and everything and everybody. Literally, I don't mean, I should not literally, but spiritually just right out the window. There has to be something that will separate me and you from the church. To separate Ephraim from the church. There's something that's going to separate us as holiness. Okay? If they had it... If they were right that they got that all when they received Yeshua, Jesus, into their hearts, then, again, we wouldn't be here. But they didn't. We have yet to attain what it is that we need to attain through this message. But we're getting there, and we will get there. What is going to happen when we have established ourselves in this? It's going to blow so far, brothers and sisters, past what the church is doing 
some of them are going to have to turn their heads and look, okay? Because you are going to have a testimony that's above anything that the church world has probably heard for who knows how many generations. At least back to the book of Acts, okay? At least back that far. And I, as a, as a preacher, as your mentor, boy, I'm all for this. Because, see, I've always said, we have to be able, as a group, to surpass where most Christians are at, most Holy Ghost Christians are at. The grand thing that I'm seeing that I'm really liking, guys, is some of you are beginning to do the works of God. The ten are beginning to work the works. Some of you... There's some of you sitting there. You've got good, strong anointings that are beginning to come on. That's got to say something. Uh, you know, I could take a number, and I'm not just talking about just the ten that are in here. Uh, maybe I should say a space of them. You know more. Now, I hope this really, really edifies you. You people, now let's get away from ministry. Sitting in this room, if you're studying this stuff, really studying it, you know more than most of the ministry that's in the United States of America today that knows. Are you feeling okay? Are you feeling a relief that... Yeah. It excited me. I thought, you know what? And which we're going to get to it tomorrow about Abraham and Isaac. You know what? He was checking Abraham's heart, wasn't he? He just checked our hearts. He just checked our hearts to see where we're at in this thing. I'm going to tell you something, folks. We came out all right. We did. Some of us could come out a little better, okay? But let me tell you something. Remember, we're in this thing together. That's the reason I I really want you to understand. These fellowship leaders, don't get to the place where all you do is hound them, please. But when you need, when you need, you call them. And I don't mean every day you get up, well, oh, John, he pulled it again. No, 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 come on. Let's grow up out of that. I said something today. Guys, you're still going to have to be the heads of the family. And girls, Jezebel's going to have to, you're going to have to go to the door and throw Jezebel out of your doors at your home. Tell them, just open the door and say, Jezebel, get out in Yeshua's name. Or if it goes so far, I'll help you. You really don't want that. <laughs> really, really. Take my word for it, all right? You're, somebody said, well, I wonder what that would be like. <laughs> well, l- let's put it this way. If we could sell tickets, we'd need a bigger building. <laughs> okay? Let's just leave it there, all right? But we are coming along. And, and even those of you that bless God that are still struggling with that, you can look and see that it isn't quite as bad as it was. And in some of your cases, it's a whole lot better than it was. But the key is, if you quit working on it, it will never get any better than it is. Okay? God wants you to move forward. I pray that you will pray this night when you go back to wherever you're staying, that the Lord God will begin to reveal to you about you. That the Lord God, and there's nothing wrong with saying, Lord God, strengthen me so that I can endure what I'm going through. You must tell him you want to be established in holiness and righteousness. You must tell him that you understand the last days are upon us, this generation. And let me tell you something. If you want to fantasize something, fantasize about going home to Israel, okay? Just think about that. You want to think on something? Think on that. 
Do you realize what a glorious day that's going to be? Have you ever just stopped and thought about it? And here we are, Corn Patch USA, hmm? lovingly speaking, of course. And one day we're going to be sitting in a congregation in the land of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the land that God sent Moses to, and the land that we will possess forevermore. Folks, that in itself should be enough, okay? Should be enough. Well, we're going to do some things. Stand up and let's pray and let's thank God here. Hey, thank you so much, Prophet Deckard. Again, you can get a hold of us at the website, www.jewishprophet.com, and you can find out, again, all this material that you're hearing taught every day, every week. Folks, you want to get out there and start taking a look at that and start ordering that material because you need to get a hold of that and start to apply that into your life so that it will change your life. You know what? You can also email your prayer request to cradle at jewishprophet.com. We'll be praying for your prayer requests. Shalom until tomorrow. And remember, with God, all things are possible.